It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? I feel like you actually kind of tried to anticipate that one with when you started, which I appreciated. Um, hi, it's uh, Jobbing Out, episode number nine. Aaron? Nine. Um, yeah. ooh, that's a good question. Nine as in nine hours of wrestling that you watched in the past 24 Yeah, hours. no, I know. I understand. It's probably actually quite a bit more than that. Um <laughs> No, it's nine letters and a certain word. SummerSlam? No, it's a word that, uh, no, that's ten. <laughs> that maybe wasn't said so much that now can be said again. Wrestling? Wrestling. <laughs> nine letters in wrestling, which apparently we're allowed to say again, and that's kind of neat. <laughs> All right, uh, he's Aaron Oster. I'm Glenn Clark. Brandon will join us. Um, I don't. I don't know something about the, he had somebody coming over to look at his plumbing or something like that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what it was. Maybe they're filming a, a porn. I'm not. I'm not certain. But uh, he he will be checking in here in a bit as we discuss the fallout from uh, WWE SummerSlam. And, um, you know, obviously the continued way that things have changed a bit. Now, Aaron, I'll tell you, and I, and I wish Brandon was here because I, I did enjoy SummerSlam and I did enjoy, you know, the weekend on the whole. But I almost wish that I had been watching any of these things live or at least before I had spoken to Brandon because Brandon is like a pig in S. He's so excited about sure. everything. And I don't think the shows have been quite as good as he's making them out to be. But I have enjoyed them for the most part. I do, like we said last week about Raw, we said, look, Raw was at the Garden and Roman Reigns was there. So, like, those things alone were always going to make it better. It did feel as, like, on the whole, the show really was better. And there was a, a noted difference. When I heard people saying things like, oh, Triple H is in his bag now, I, I think I had, like, expectations <laughs> of some, like, you know, earth-shattering, you know, completely groundbreaking television program and I didn't get that but um you know for the most part with with a couple of notable exceptions like one in particular that I think was I mean utterly insane um I thought it was a pretty good weekend yeah I mean I think that it was it was fun I think that you know as far as you know, talking about SummerSlam specifically, we'll get to Raw in a minute here. I, right. I think when we'll end up doing this, we'll try to uh, do, and then th this will be great because we can take all the good ones. You know how, like, during WrestleMania weekends, we'll say, like, hey, give me three things you like, three things you didn't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You and I will take all the good ones, and then when Brandon comes along, <laughs> he'll be forced to pick from the scrap heap. Like, it didn't, you know, we kind of went into it saying, I mean, obviously it was built horrendously. Obviously, you know, we, we went and I said, there wasn't really a place to have that summer, there was only one place to have that SummerSlam moment, which we didn't really get. Yep. Um, but we did have, you know, we had Brock lifting a, the ring with the tractor, which I think can count as a SummerSlam moment. But as far as the emotional connection, I feel like it's something that 
we're going to remember more about everything around it more than the show itself. All right, so why don't we get into it? We'll do, we'll do, we'll draft them. You and I will both start with things we liked, and then we'll go to the things that we didn't like. Although I, you're not allowed to take the thing that I didn't like, you jerk. Even though you just alluded to it a second ago. Um, so I'll I'll start with what I liked, and this is tough, right? Because you to your point, I didn't feel strongly about much. Um. I'm still not even really. All right, hang on. Let me. I'm. I'm getting off the. I want to stay focused. I want to stay focused. Just talk about things that I liked. Um, I like the fact that somehow, some way, Liv Morgan ended up defeating Ronda Rousey. Now, uh, I was I, gonna say that was gonna be something that I'm very. You, I want to talk you wanna, about. You want to go ahead and flip it over to you? Don't like. Well, so so I'm in a you know I don't like this finish for faces. I think it makes the the face look weak. I think it looks we we talked about this last year where it's a face shouldn't look unworthy of holding the belt. And when she clearly loses, that hurts. That being said, the way that they did it with to write off Ronda and if you go forward by making Liv look strong and that was just the way to get past Ronda, mm-hmm. it's forgivable. This is but this in the yeah. This is my issue, right? And the reason why I'm going to say it's a like is because, as I said, I was terrified that the answer was just it's going to be Ronda Rousey. And so when I enter with that, I'm almost willing to take anything that isn't that. I understand the complaint, and I would have preferred to just let Liv have a real victory over Ronda, even if it has to involve. You know, something that's a little bit weird. But Maybe in, she taps right after three. Right, something like that, right? Like something that kind of muddies the waters. That said, um, as you point, they write off Rhonda, but the word is that she's supposed to be there for Clash at the Castle. Yeah, which I, so if that's the case, I, I don't know what this is. What, what I hope it is, is that that's the only other appearance that she is scheduled to do. And that will be one more to complete the trilogy. And if that's the only other appearance she's scheduled to do, you allow Liv to get a clean win there. Now, do I believe that's the case? Of course not. Oh, of course I don't believe that. But I hope that that's the way that things end up playing out and that you allow it to to be what ultimately happens. But my fear was so significant that Ronda Rousey was going to walk out as the champion again because they just don't know what else to do. That The fact that I, it didn't happen was enough for me to say, as, as, as rough as that is and as much as I'd prefer something more for Liv, it could be far worse. And the only thing I'll say to you about like the heel-face dynamic is it's not like Liv did something weaselly, right? Um, an official... Bad calls happen in sports. You know what I mean? Like, teams win games over bad calls. It doesn't... We've done this so often that it doesn't make it any lesser to you that you won a game on a bad call. We know better. We know better than that within sports. So I don't think this actually detracts from Liv. I think she could have been better helped, but I don't think it detracts from Liv because she's celebrating a conflated win um, I think what we know about sports says it's okay to do that. It just depends what happens from here. If she, yeah, I agree. Yes. Oh yeah. no, no. If they go a different direction with her and they, yeah, like if if she loses to Ronda at Clash, 
then I think that becomes. Well, I think a there's a bigger problem. Like I think if they they clearly try to turn her character to someone who's willing to take shortcuts and, oh, I, no, and no, no, things I, like I'm not that. Even about that. I'm just saying that like if she's just you know if she is only you know if she has only one matches one title matches because of. She took advantage of the money in the bank, which, again, no, I'm not talking about a heel dynamic, like not changing things. I'm talking strictly about her credibility. Like if she only no, I, yes, if she's, if she's going she to be the advantage of money in the bank if, and she actually right, lost, if she's she going won. to be the champion for a while or she's supposed to be a superstar, then she needs to get a clean, legitimate win. I agree. I, I'm I'm with you in that. Again, I struggled to to try to figure out if that's what is actually the plan for Liv Morgan or if this, as I keep saying, was always just about the moment. Um, I, I, I can't answer that. But if they envision her either as a long-term champion or as an elevated star in the women's division, unquestionably, she has to get a big, clean win not necessarily even against Ronda Rousey, but against someone, someone as the incredible. champion. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, this went back, it was uh, the show you missed coming off of Money in the Bank, where I said, because of the reaction she's getting, because of just kind of everything, I feel like they can use this title run to, you know, not make her, not put her at the very tippy top, not along the horsewomen, not necessarily even Bianca, but in that next level right there. I think that a, a good title run can kind of fully solidify her as an Alexa Bliss, as and then Oscar basically. Okay, I think kinda right I there. I think they can. Yes. Do I think they will, you know, to be determined. Um but but could they make her an elevated attraction in the women's division? Yes. And I think we've all felt that way ever since that that raw main event. I mean, I think we've all felt like we we finally saw something in live that that said, "No, she's bigger. She's more important. She matters." And you know, I'm in favor of it. I just don't. We all know that it's also, again, becoming a clouded women's division where, I, even though there has been a regime change, we still need to see them prove the ability to have multiple stars and other things going on and deliver storylines unrelated to the belt and things like that. So, you know, we'll see. Well, we'll yep. see. TBD. Uh, um, well, if you're going to use that as your your good, I'll go to the other title, the other women's title match, and mm-hmm. everything around it, including of course, uh, Bailey and Io and Dakota Kai. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it, you know, even better in retrospect when you realize what happened to Becky in the middle of that match. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of absolutely perfect and a perfect way to start the show and kind of put that stamp on it of this is a regime change. You are going to get things like this happening, and and it added. It that having that start the show elevated the next hour because you were just like, okay, this is real. Something's happening. This is this is a different show. So so let me let me do the thing that you just did to me to you. All right. Here's here's again my issue. I I liked so much about it. Um, I am selfishly rooting for a continued Bianca Becky rivalry for some time, like establishing a true women's division, you know, Triple H rock, you know, something like that, that like we do for a long time and we get this every few months. And I, I really want that. Um, and I think that even having them embrace is okay um, in going back to that because it doesn't have to be that they hate each other for forever as much as it's about... It's a rivalry. Exactly right. Like they're both big stars. Um, my issue is when you interject some sort of faction... And don't really tell me why they're a faction. 
and and that's the issue that I have every time we do this. I'm glad that Bailey's back because why wouldn't any human being be glad that Bailey's back? I'm very glad that Io Shirai or the new Io Sky is now involved because I think she's great. I wish I was as into Dakota Kai as other people are. I've just never I've just never connected with Dakota Kai. But, you know, I I don't the idea of uh, but you got to admit you like the idea of someone returning like that. Yes, 100%. Yes. yes, it's a it's a promise of what could be. Um no doubt, all of those things. Now, why? <laughs> like that's the next part of it. The next part of it is why and I didn't really feel like um, we got that like I didn't really feel like even on Monday we got an understanding of why these three women why together and what what do the other two get out of palling around with Bailey it's funny I'm I'm conflating so many different because Bailey also did a lot of interviews afterwards. So I'm trying to think it's like, what did she say in interviews? What did she say on screen? And it does make it because I, I remember it's basically saying, you know, I needed backup. I saw these, you know, I wanted young, hungry people who I could, you know, kind of what we were saying, what the judgment day should have been is like, mm-hmm. these people need the elevation, need the rub. And, not, and I'm talking like not even in or not out of kayfabe, in kayfabe. I, I believe Brandon has joined us. Oh, hello! Hey, oh, whoa, whoa, hello! Uh, coming in hot, coming in hot. Brandon, we're doing, uh, oh, we're we're drafting likes and dislikes from the weekend. Is is how we're doing this? Like um, SummerSlam, SummerSlam, and Raw, and and, 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 and SmackDown. And of course, yeah. that we can't really agree on anything. Yes, yes. My my first like, Aaron had to interject why it wasn't really a like. His first like, I have to interject why it really isn't because that's the way that, you know. Again, whenever right. we attempt to do this, this is what happens. Um, What's your first like? My first one was that, um, what, however it happened, Liv Morgan was still the champion at the end of the night. That was my first like. Um, and, of course, Aaron points out, yeah, but it's it, it wasn't a clean win. Of course it wasn't. That's frustrating. The second like, Aaron says, is everything about Becca, uh, Becky and Bianca and, you know, then obviously getting Bailey and Dakota and Io at the same time, to which I say, again, yes, love it, but I'm also not in love with introducing a faction and not really explaining to me why they're a faction and not really explaining to me why specifically EO and Dakota want to pal around and be Bailey's henchwomen. I think that's coming. I hope it is. Yes. They're alluding to an explanation. So I I think that's coming. I, Uh, I just always worry as someone who's watched this for a long time, and who remembers Stephanie McMahon walking in and saying, now you guys are all trios. And trying to pretend right. like it was a thing when we came on here the next day and said, what the hell is that? Like, Yeah, what was it like? Uh, PCB Yes, or I mean, it was just randomly that she made them all teams for no reason whatsoever. There was nothing for them to do as teams. There was no women's trios belt. There was no reason for them to be factions. It was antithetical to the one thing. The only thing that WWE does with the women's division is belts. Like, that's it. So why in the hell would it happen? And so it felt like this big moment. And here, we got teams now. And the only thing we could say the next day is, why? Like, that was nothing. Like that, that what a waste of a segment that was. And of course, well, yeah, yeah. And they have, they, you know, they do have a bad track record of doing this just to get people on the show. Yes. 
Like, like, like everybody said, okay, we really need these two people on the show or whoever decided, and that could be another conversation or whatever, but like whoever decided we really want these two people on the show, we've been trying to figure out how to put them on the show. They're on the show, (laughs) you know? Um, and I think a lot of us are willing to give that a pass just because they're two people we really want to be on the show and that that's one step, like at least them being part of a faction with a main event uh with the main event talent gets them closer to where we want them to be i understood and, and it's on them now to make the transition to make sure that that happens a hundred percent and i hope things are changing and will and change for that reason i'll say i love it and by the way again i'm i'm in agreement all of it was really good you know quote unquote television right like all of it was really good it's the only thing that, for whatever reason, I have this thing in the back of my head. Anytime I see something like this, like, you're not really going to end up doing anything with EO and Dakota, <laughs> are you? Like, they're just kind of going to be there, aren't they? And it, it, yeah, But if we at least get, you know... Yeah, okay, so yes, the, the unwritten part. The unwritten part is w- once Sasha and or, yes. and Naomi are back... Could Correct. you have Bailey going for one belt and them going for the tag belts? And that proves to be, you know, it's what we've seen with Toxic Attraction, obviously, in sure. NXT, which for all of the problems with NXT, I think most of us would agree, has kind of worked. Um, they have been a functional women's faction, and that's not something you see all the time, is a functional women's faction. So if that's the case, and if we are indeed getting Naomi and Sasha back, and that's a little all over the place. Like, I, I felt far more confidence about that a couple days ago than I do today. I still think ultimately it comes back. I think there's a bit more awkwardness there because of like Sasha was doing business, guys. <laughs> like Sasha was I th- out. I think they're on SmackDown tonight. That's I, my guess. I I hope you're right, but like Sasha is promoting other things on social media. I don't think they care anymore. I mm. and th- and that's a question. Like with, with the new regime, do they yeah, are they letting more okay the, with that Dakota Kai has not canceled her Twitch. I think it's a big difference between a Twitch and I'm going to be in an event this weekend. I'm signing autographs somewhere that has nothing to do with WWE. I don't I'll, think so because these they're, they're WWE people do it. They go to Comic-Cons all the time. When WWE but arranges that's, that's, it. Yeah, WWE set that up. Yes. Right, but, that's, but, this is, but I can tell you that the amount of money that WWE might uh, interject there is nothing. It's not. It's not but enough money. You're, you're talking about two care. different. You're talking about two different things. If they bring back Sasha tonight, while she's openly promoting other events, then they are saying to everyone on the roster, "You can do this now." Or and they're it, saying that she booked this when she wasn't under contract and she's allowed then, to fulfill her. Then they have to find some sort of way to make that work for them and not get an entire roster of people that would probably like to make some more money pissed off in the process. Now, I get Wouldn't it. And they just say she wasn't under contract uh, when they, they booked it. They could. But then why wouldn't somebody else try to pull off the same stunt? Somebody like, else did do that. Who? There was another person who they signed that was doing. Oh, oh God. Who was it? There were, we talked about it. Like there was another person. It was a male, and I can't remember specifically who it was. Well, but who, are you talking about signing for the first time after? That, you have to consider this the same thing. If she was released, it's the same. There's no difference. I dis I 
disagree you, you, with you, that, I mean, but no, it's black and white though. It's it's, it's well, it's, I guess you're not under contract or you are. Here's what Glenn's saying. Well, someone who wants an extra fifty thousand dollars, who just Correct. needs the extra fifty thousand dollars, why don't they say, "I'm walking out. Please release me. You can sign e- me back later." Exactly but I'm going to go exactly right. But that's that's the gamble they take. Then I understand, but the company has to deal with that. Like th- these are all things that a company as large as WWE has to have all of their ducks in a row about. I'm not telling you that it's impossible or that they couldn't say something like, you're not Sasha Banks, sorry, you don't get to do it and deal with it. But that right. comes uh, off Brock a... Lesnar gets to put Jimmy Johns on But his that comes off a little Vince McMahon-y, doesn't it? It comes off a little bit like the opposite of what we think a Triple H leadership is supposed to bring to the WWE. So I... I, I, think, I think it's as simple as this is a crazy situation. We're allowing this to get through it, and this that's it. It's an anomaly. Maybe I'm leaning more towards the idea of they let it breathe and give it a bit of time. And she she gets through these things. Go go fulfill your obligations, and then we'll see you after that. That's where I'm leaning towards. I still think that ultimately they end up back in WWE. I think that given it's just interesting to me that when we first started hearing about it, after that, she started promoting other things. Um, no, that was before. She was promoting the stuff before that. There was already a, her first appearance was already no, I, announced. I, I I know that. I'm saying look at her look at her timeline. She did not tweet until after these reports started coming out. She had not tweeted from May until after, and literally until Tuesday, when we started hearing these reports. She after the reports started publicly putting on her accounts information about other things she was doing. That's interesting to me. Does not mean I know anything, although I actually, I think I've told both of you guys, I do know a little bit about this. Um, I, I don't know anything specifically about what it means for her being back in WWE, and it's also totally possible that it's all part of a ruse, and that maybe the moment, to your point, Brandon, if she shows up tonight, she might be canceling these events right afterwards, right? And it's all part of a big, you know, get one over on everybody. I don't know, but they all have to be addressed somehow, some way. And my gut, and I'm not, this is not me saying that because of, boy, this is a very difficult conversation to have, right? I do know a little bit of information specifically about Sasha Banks. My gut about this is not related to the information that I know. I don't, it's, it's not because of what I know, here's what I think. Two are separate. My gut says, give it time, let it play through this, but they'll ultimately be back. I'd just be surprised if it was tonight. Here's my question. Uh, if they, you know, Brandon, you're saying they come back tonight. Do they come back with the women's tag titles and do they just hand wave that whole situation? That's what I would do unless you have unless it's like the Bailey group where there was some specific. Uh, I mean, we had heard rumors of some specific creative first for at least Naomi uh, that was shot down or that, you know, that was brought up and not approved or whatever. If there's some situation like that, that is what enticed them back, then no. But if 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 they're coming back and it, the only gripe was you weren't taking this tag team. Cause I, I will say this, like you could read between the lines here and also say they did a hell of a lot in two days 
to tell you that they're taking the women's division a lot more seriously than they were, or at least they're they're appearing to mm. at the moment. Mm. I and can't I can't so, join you there, but why? Well, you, well you're saying the time they had on Raw. Look at but but I I still until you tell me what your non-title storylines are for a women's division until you show me that you will build true storylines, rivalries, big matches that don't involve the championship, it's the exact same as it's always been. Well, I mean, we're two days in. I know, but you're trying to give them a lot of credit for two days. Well, I'm giving them credit for the percentage This of goes back to... I, but you, well, wait, wait, is, is there more percentage of time? Because don't forget, coming leading into, like, Money in the Bank, every main event was Bianca and Asuka. That's true, too. That is fair. Yeah, but the, the Bailey group was in, like, five segments on Raw. So, I mean, again, Bianca and Asuka was the, and with Becky around it, was getting five segments before that. No, it wasn't. It was like one segment on the show. Uh, Brett, Brett, okay. Uh, wait, wait, hang on a second. We need to take a step back. We, we, we got to deal with the thing that I, I brought up at the beginning of the show, Aaron, which is Brandon is, is, is in heat right now. Brandon <laughs> is uh, so excited about – Brandon, here's what I said, and I, I kind of told you this when you and I were hanging out the other night. I wish that I hadn't I, I hadn't talked to you before I watched the shows because you're so excited about them that they actually disappointed me a little bit. <laughs> like I thought these were good shows and I and I I am encouraged by what I'm seeing. I don't think they've been so good that I feel as strongly as you do. I sense that you are so excited right now that everything is exciting that everything is more interesting, that everything is a little bit different, that everything is better, and I'm not there. I've, I've liked the shows. I think they've been better than a lot of the Raws that we watched, in particular, for a long time. Um, I, I thought SummerSlam was good. I thought it was fun. I didn't think it was really any sort of like exceptional SummerSlam. I thought it was a good, you know, if I'm going to sit around watching something, I can spend a lot of, there's a lot of worse things to sit around and watch. I could have been watching the Hall of Fame football game, for example. Um, I, I, I just, I think that you've got to acknowledge that you're more excited in general about everything right now, and that might be coloring the way that you talk about all of these things. No, I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I think it's the opposite. I think that some people are so jaded by things that they're not allowing themselves to enjoy. Like, it's insane. Like, the only reason for anyone not enjoying that main event to to be of uh, SummerSlam to be what it was is that you're just mad it's Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Hang on cuz we're going to get to that in the, on our draft. So let's not let's not do too much more about that. We'll get to that during the course of our draft. Let let's 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 button this one up. Um in general, yes, I was on board. I thought it was a very good segment in whole. We will see how things go for them. Brandy, you get the first draft pick, or no, 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 sorry, you have to give one for something that you liked from the entire three-day weekend or the four-day SmackDown to Raw, something that you liked. I liked the the hope. The I can't, I can't believe I set it up that well, and you're not going with the main event. I can't believe <laughs> I just set all that up, and now because you're I, because it's crazy. Everybody should like the main event. Okay, I would like I mean, to talk about that, I'll, but I'll just, whatever. Okay, then I'll say that the the main event was fantastic. I think that they took something that we shouldn't have been interested in, and they made it as good as humanly possible. And I think it was it, they made me believe. Roman was going to lose for a couple of seconds. 
they made Brock. I mean, Brock. <laughs> I guess this could also come into you know potential problem, but uh, as always, but like Brock Lesnar, I, I just I can't say enough about the performance of that guy in 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 the of uh, the match. I mean, like he comes out of the match somehow elevated. I don't know how you elevate someone like that, but somehow, you know, when you see that footage of him getting the standing ovation in the ring after the match, I don't know if that's something I ever thought I would see. I mean, that was weird. <laughs> you know, it was kind of weird to see that. That's not who he is. Like, I don't, or maybe it is, and they just never did it. I don't know, but uh, I just I just thought it was pure joy all the way through. Fantastic match. The tractor thing was something I don't think I've seen before. I definitely haven't seen – I might have seen a tractor before. I've never seen someone lift the ring with a tractor before. I don't know. It was it was awesome. I thought it was great. I thought it was clever. I thought it was fun. Um, it was damn entertaining. It, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was all of those things. I thought it was – to your point, I thought they did absolutely as much as they could do with the the hand that they were dealt. Um, the, the, it doesn't forgive the fact that they didn't build the match at all. And 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 it's and that is one little like. It, but but it, and right? it's a and it's a few things. It doesn't forgive how they built the match. It doesn't forgive the fact that it was an unforgivable match to book. Like there was just right. there was it was a nothing. It was a giant all, all of nothing. That um, all of that is fair. It it was it was as as entertained as I could be given the circumstances. And and I do, like, that is a compliment. Like, it's not, it was more positive than negative to me in the end. But you can't undo all of the things that had been done just with an entertaining match. It wasn't, to me, a special moment. It wasn't, it was, it was a fun way to spend a little bit of time. And I, and I dig that, and I appreciate that. And I do like being entertained. I, I disagree with you about the. I think the people remember the ring thing forever. I think that's a moment. I really do. I, I, I think, think it's a different. It's a, it's a Ro- gif. People yeah. Remember Roman Reigns falling out of the ring while he raises it up. Yes, it's going to be a gif. But that's what moments are. Oh, you well, know what I mean? But, but they're but not. They don't you know, have to be. We're, we're talking about two different, you know, like the WrestleMania moments are the emotional connection to a moment right. type thing. Not right. always. Or it's Shane McMahon jumping off of the cage. Yeah, Which, I mean, by I, the way, for the first time, like seeing that for the first time is an emotional moment. Like, I, I do think there's an emotional connection there. I I think that, but just, I, I actually, I'm a little more bullish than Glenn where I can, despite all of that, if you give me something that entertaining, I can... Not completely forgive, but I can uh, use that as a mostly, mostly positive thing. I mean, I feel like and we're we splitting also hairs. have to remember that their original plan was not possible, too. This was a pivot. I mean, you have to you have to admit that. Like, this was not. <sighs> it was it though, because we, we've wait, we've it, been told other the things. Just arguing that because Brock comes back at Minneapolis, that this was probably the plan. Yeah, it was the plan the second that Randy Orton was hurt. Well, we, I mean, we've heard from some people that they think it was the plan. Period. Like that, and the truth maybe, is, maybe it was one of two plans, the, and the one plan became un- impossible. So that was the plan. I guess the other question you know. is, what would Brock Lesnar have been doing at SummerSlam if it wasn't this? I mean, anything he does is important. So you say he that, but really what? Done but what would what would it have that, been? That's, that's fair, though. It, it probably would have been something unforgivable, like him killing the Usos or something. Like I, I don't know. 
I, and I don't know either. And that's part of the the problem that I have with all of it is just that I I don't. Would, would it have been it maybe could, this is where he was gonna? I mean, although this shoots the Minneapolis theory, but maybe this is where he was going to come back. I, I don't know. But if that was if that's the case, thank God that, that it happened and that we're through it. So, again, I am I do think we're splitting hairs. I'm not telling you that I'm down. Like, if, if you gave me a percentage, I'm like 65 good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 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 on the whole good, but I couldn't get over the hangups of this to to feel pure joy and the other part of it and as brandon and i discussed the other night like i i'm just so convinced that i know the outcome that and it's not just that i know the outcome that you can't do the other thing that it would be come hell or high like if you did the other thing i would hate you so (laughs) so at that point, it also makes it more difficult to have pure joy in something because part of a match that gives you pure, unbridled joy to me is not knowing or, you know, a, a story that's so well told that you can see it going either way. Like, it, one scenario being one that makes me want to burn everything down says, I, I, I can't have unbridled joy in this thing. <laughs> like, I can't do that. But, um,. You know, on the whole. For, for me, once the matches start, I typically don't think about any of that stuff. Like, I don't think about the build. I don't think about, you know, I don't think about... Well, then like, you should be a bigger AEW fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Well, no, I, th- I, I think, that, well, that's a conversation for another time. But I, I think the problem with most of that stuff is it can't exist. I mean, and this is where these guys should get a lot of credit. The fact that this could exist this way without a build is also an, an enormous talent because that that's why all that stuff sucks because they can't do it without a build. It doesn't work. Like this thing was such a spectacle. It, and and by the way, when we say without a build, like there's a build, it's just, it was just a lazy, it was week, they're right. just relying yes. on what they already did. They didn't do anything further. I mean, it's not, it's not like these guys never, Talk there to each there other was no before. new element to there was no new post, element post to WrestleMania. It was, for the sake of them. It, it was the classic right. Orton and Cena thing where it's just like, ah, crap. Yes. Eh, we'll, just have them face we'll just, each other. Just We're not do it again. Exactly. Okay, see, that's not that's actually not fair. We're pretending like these guys didn't wrestle three months ago. But like, it's not. A, it's not about Cena that. Thing was like, oh, these guys there, haven't wrestled in a year or two. Let's just do it. There was no well, reason. But there, there was no reason for them to wrestle again. There was no reason for this match to happen. There was no justification for it, and they didn't attempt to do something didn't, to well, make it. It just no, wait, happened. If you give them the little morsel they did do, Lesnar got screwed over in the last match, and he came out and 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 confronted him when he came back. I mean, like. That is the most basic of things, but it it is a thing. It's not nothing. What do you mean when you I mean, when, when you say you get screwed over? Didn't the Usos help Roman Reigns win the match? The Usos help in every match. Like that's if you <laughs> no, if, but what I'm saying if you is don't like, accept. Again, so, so wait, do you think there's, leaves, there's a justification for another match now since they needed the entire roster to come no out? Rule, I mean, there was no rules in this match. But that's the like the the point being there was nothing that happened to Brock Le- Brock Lesnar if he went into WrestleMania thinking that nothing goofy was going to occur he's the dumbest human being that's ever lived. No, but this is the point where we're where we're overthinking it. Though. No, but it's all part of if Brock Lesnar is truly the thing that you're trying to tell me that he is, he had to know all that was happening, have a plan for it, and if he doesn't, that's on him. 
Like, and, this, and by the well, way, in Mania, and, it was like the slightest. Correct. Like all of the Roman Reigns matches of all of the Roman Reigns screwy finishes, that might have been one of his cleanest pay-per-views. A hundred percent. But also, that was not what was supposed to happen, right? But was... but that's not kayfabe. Okay, but you still have to deal with an injury that happened and made them pivot and end the end the match early. I but mean, th- like, but then you have to address that in the build of the next match. Like you, you they didn't do anything. They just said, no, "Let's did, do it again. No, Let's that, dance." That, I mean, that's, that's it. But, and but it was. Again, that's not the same as Daniel Garcia coming out and saying, I'm going to fight somebody for no reason. Like, uh, okay. these guys have a past and a history. That, like, you can rely on that. Well, that's, that's fine. They didn't even really do that. They no, just, you're not wrong. They, I'm, 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 you're, I, you put me in a weird position of having to defend this by comparing it to something that has nothing to do with... I mean, it's not even remotely the same thing. I feel like... I hate the fact that we're arguing this much. Because, again, I did enjoy like it. it right? I, I enjoyed it. It's just... I It came with all of the other trappings. All right. Um, so now we go the other way. The things we didn't like. Because, you know, we haven't done enough of that so far. Uh, um, uh, Brandon, I'll let... Oh, no. F you. I'm taking first pick again. <laughs> because I'm not letting somebody... I probably would have an overall better opinion of SummerSlam. Like, when I say, I, for SummerSlam as a whole, if I say I'm 65-35 on Brock, I'm more like 55-45 on SummerSlam. And it would be 80-20. I mean, it might be 90-10 if not for this. What they did in the tag team match is one of the most unforgivable things I've ever seen in the history of WWE. That is bonkers, bat-ass insanity. And I don't care if it's Vince McMahon, Triple H, uh, Jim McMahon. I I don't care who's involved. That is some unforgivable S. That, and the moment made me so, I couldn't believe it. I literally, no. It can't be over. That can't be it. There's no way that just happened horrendous I mean a dark a top five worst thing they've ever done in a major pay-per-view so here's my big question coming out of it and it's, it goes to me beyond the finish because the finish was unforgivable I don't even want to say the finish was unforgivable because the uses are great but what was the story of that match supposed to be because you had throughout the match the street profits complaining about slow counts that weren't yeah. slow counts. Right. And it was like Jeff Jarrett was was doing everything right down the line, and I was expecting to be like, okay, they're complaining, and then eventually Jeff Jarrett's going to turn. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and again, like, that would have been okay. I, like, I wouldn't have loved it, but I'd be like, okay, it extends the feud, it creates a good moment here, whatever. But it didn't make any sense. Like, what were we supposed to get out of the Street Profits there other than, they were whining because they couldn't win. They, and, why do and, they and exist? Why and, and why is my takeaway from the match, Jeff Jarrett is the greatest referee in the history of wrestling. <laughs> like, like, that was the one thing I took away. It was like, wow, he's a really good referee. And that match happened. <laughs> like, it, it was... I, 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 I don't know how one person walked into a room and came up with that. The idea that any other human being saw what the plan was for this and said... Yeah, let's go with that. I, I I can't believe it's the I can't believe we're talking about anything else. I and can't by the believe. Way, like, let's let's just like just one more thing. 
if you were going to do what you did or some version of what you did, because I think even in this scenario, what they did is a little wonky. You would think it would have been followed by some kind of story point. With something. Like something. Montez Ford being upset that Dawkins or Dawkins being upset that Montez Ford did, you know, whatever. The way they did that ending was almost like you were waiting for something else to occur and nothing did. Nothing. And then Monday, we're just like buddies again. Everything's fine. And, and there's I'm literally, not- there's no reason for the Street Profits to exist today. There is no reason for them to continue to be a tag team. To, to what you said a week ago, and, and maybe in a different way, I know what you meant when you said this, but you could still say it. That was a burn it down moment. Yes. Where if you're burning that, da- if you're burning it down by choice, that means you're burning the team. I, I'm, I'm so befuddled. I am so I, like it made me think there has to be like one of these guys is about to get suspended for something. Like there is, there is no way to justify any of this. There's no way to justify this in front of a four-person crowd. In front of a 40-person, 40,000-person crowd? I've seen a lot. I genuinely wondered if this was a uh, a Sting-Hogan situation where Jarrett was supposed to count slow and either he didn't for you know, personal reasons or whatever, but what, or that he just screwed up. But what really would, even if that was the case, Aaron, what really are you getting out of that? Like you, you would say you get, I get your big moment at the castle, but, but you, what you need is for there to be a, de, a deliberate anything from Jeff Jarrett, a deliberate. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it was, but to not be just really slow, not, yeah. but it's gotta be even more than that. Right. But like even it's, his, but the rest of his performance wouldn't suggest that exactly. Exactly. Like, Exactly. Like it, it makes no sense. This, like Jeff Jarrett should have been acting like a dick if that was the case, and then you would just be like, "Oh, he was supposed to be counting slower. At least I can k- right. pick up I, on that." Because I, under, what, I understand he screwed Montez them. Ford reacted made no sense in the context of that match. Throughout, unless, unless, unless he was turning heel. Right. That's the yes, only thing right. that would have made sense. I, this is, I, this is a top ten WTF moment for me. Like I. I, I am, I'll never, and I will die and I won't understand what just happened here. I won't understand any element of it. We got nothing. It was, and, and it should have been the best thing that happened on the entire card. It should have been the moment of the weekend. And it was unforgivable. It's all of the excitement you want to have about the new era of WWE, you got to tell me what that was and how you justify any layer of it. That and, and the stunk. only thing I can, aside from the the X's and O's, because there's a lot of problems in the X's and O's, but in the big picture, um, the only thing I can think of is they know what they're doing with the Usos because if they didn't, this is the time to rip off the Band-Aid, right? But they they have a plan for that. And if if that's a story point plan that's related to Roman Reigns, guess what? <laughs> but, but then you can't do this, is but, what I would tell you. By, right. by the way, the Usos winning, uh, as I said, is not inherently a burn it down moment. If if the plan is to go somewhere, well, with no, the Glenn, Usos, Glenn did that's say fine. that though. No, I, I I understand. I and and what I would say is, Aaron, it would be a burn it down moment that you did all of this for this, right? Like you could have just done some tag match at SummerSlam to to build something to make it amazing 
to make me tune in every week to see it and then telegraph the moment for how it all comes together only to pull it out from underneath me? Nah, I don't need to watch professional wrestling if that's what professional wrestling is. Like that... There's nothing. There's nothing. If if your if Brandon, to your point, if your priority is, hey, sorry, Roman is the most important thing, and we need the Usos to be involved with that, then you can't do this match. You can't do what you've done. You can't do any of it. It the closest comparison is the the Roderick Strong thing that you know, like I always lose my mind about, like where you just prioritize, hey, this other thing's more important, so the hell with this. That professional wrestling can't exist like that. It can't exist like that. You can't do that. You have to acknowledge the work that you're doing. You have to pay attention to your product. You have a responsibility to go from there somehow. And I don't have all of the answers. The answer, to your point, might be that you have the Street Profits win and they let the Usos have the belt back in a week. So at least you get the SummerSlam moment out of it and then do whatever you got to do in order to try to say, hey, but this other thing has to be important too. You can't do this. You sure as F can't do it at SummerSlam after you spent the entire summer building up to the one moment that we were going to have on this card. This was the thing. Holy crap. Sorry, I've spent, I've got, that's all I've got for the show. I can, I can go now. You all can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I, I am, I was, I, I, I don't care enough to be angry and I was angry. Like I was angry and maybe it did paint the way that i looked at the rest of the show i don't know i was angry i went back i rewinded it five times because i was so in disbelief of what just happened like i had to miss something something had to be screwed up someone had to just make a mistake like it that that couldn't have no way that was supposed to be a three what the hell like this this can't be oh i'll do my best to move forward as a professional Aaron, uh, yeah, go ahead. We'll just keep going in the same order. Um, see, I, I feel like we've hit a lot. Of, I've, I've already complained about a lot of the things I'd have to complain about. So I'll, I'll just say, you know, while, you know, there was a Raw and a SmackDown too, though, right? There was a Raw and a SmackDown, and then this will go across SummerSlam and Raw. Um, it, if there was any hope that the Judgment Day as a group, because of who was in it, was going to get a big push coming out of it, I, I don't see it right now. You can't give them the win at SummerSlam. You know they're not beating Edge when that comes around. Uh, that's so, where I'm going to disagree with you. Yeah, yeah, I disagree with you there. I, it's just the way they – I mean, granted, it's it's a new regime. It's a new everything. The way they're rebranding Edge and gave him all of those things, you're not having him lose out of the game. No, they, they, but they rebranded him into the thing that can lose, the, the, the bulletproof version of Edge. That's we, what this is. We all we all like it so much that who cares whether he wins or loses. I, well, but that's what he's been for two years now, and he's won. Well, yeah, I mean that's if you <laughs> want to say there's a bigger edge problem, then fine, I'll listen to you about but, that. But the, but the probably the bigger edge problem going now against the Judgment Day. But, Which, but hold by on, the way, the, you have the, to remember. Wait, wait, but wait, who's in the Judgment Day? Uh, no, and and that's what, and I'm going to go. The best thing that might happen would be the Judgment Day ends. Those guys go on their separate ways and all individually get pushes. And which might be coming, and and I was about to hedge on that part. I mean, I but I I don't I don't know about I don't know. 
but it'd be really Until awkward. Until I see Edge lose, I'm not going to believe it. So well, hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. We're saying a lot of things here. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I think it would actually be worse to have this thing exist to have done nothing and then just break it up, right? Like, I, I think they have to do something before you split them up. I am, I am of the opinion that the best thing now that can be done is that Edge takes a loss. The problem being, to who? Finn Balor. So the clash. you've decided that it's Finn. But it, but it would be just as good if it was Damian Priest. And, and that's sort of... This is kind if of a little... It might be better if it was Damian Priest. This is kind of the little awkwardness of this, right? Which is there's only one edge for them to go up against. And there's no obvious answer. This is why, to me, that it made the most sense to take you know Dominic out of the match and just make it Ray and Edge and and kind of go from there. Um, there's no obvious answer as to how you deal with that, and they have not identified. While we all go back to, hey, Finn was the one that was the world champion, so Finn's the star of the group. The truth is that Finn was also the one that was back down on NXT not that long after that. Um, and I think they've actually been presenting those two more equally than I, that. I agree with that. And by their looks, traditionally, no, we know which one would have been viewed as right. the bigger star in WWE. Again, that doesn't, you know, certainly we have to add in the element of now that Triple H is in charge, that might not be the case. Yes. And Triple H might walk in and say, no, that's Finn Balor. Obviously, he's the star of the group. Well, they're both they're both his guys, right? Uh, correct. And that is that is also fair too, right? Yeah. Um, so that is the, tr- the, the tricky part about this is... How do you position one edge versus two men and a woman? How do you do that? I mean, Beth Phoenix needs to come back. That's okay. probably going to happen. And um, and I don't know. Ray, I don't know the answer. I, Ray sticks around in this feud for a bit. But but I will I I will tell you. I mean I mean I think we would all agree that if we're just talking box office and you you see what your next pay per view is, it has to be Edge and Finn. That's what fits there. If it wasn't where it is, maybe we could argue with the other side and they could build to Damian Priest. But I think your clash at the castle with the European audience, Finn Balor going over edge would be pretty significant there. I think. But is that what you it, want? That, well, that... And, and here's the other question. Could you spin it off where one of them feuds with edge and one of them, say, goes after the Champa Lashley winner? Sure. Potentially. I mean, you, you can. Um... Are we really gonna? <laughs> okay, we can talk about that later. Uh, I... So, we're really gonna present it as the wi- who the winner? Well, hang who's on, winner? H- hang on a second, hang on. We'll get there. <laughs> Settle down. Um, wouldn't you run the risk of doing that and having an entire crowd behind Finn, though? I don't think I... they care. They well, probably a... want the the crowd to cheer the European guys. I mean, they're gonna play know. it off as Bizarro World. That's right. for sure. I don't think that matters. I, I honestly think, uh, you know, I, I like I, I I still think that they there was a world where you could have had a heel Becky there against whoever, and the whole crowd was going to cheer for her too. You know what I mean? Maybe like that world I I, I don't I I don't know I don't know about this one uniquely. I think uniquely this one is tough. I think, I think it's no. I think maybe they say Edge's popularity will even it out. Maybe, because but I think it's easier to do that in a Judgment Day match than a one-on-one Finn versus Edge match. I, 
I I think it's a real tough spot to make that one on one. Edge and Ray, something like that, or Edge Ray and Beth versus you know like something along those lines would be the route that I would go doing that. I just boy, I don't know in a one on one Edge versus Finn match at the the the, the castle. I I, I I don't know. I don't know. I I could see it, especially if you have him win. I mean, if you have him win, that place is going to go bananas. Please go bananas. So, can I go to my uh, dislike? Yeah, you you would be the next dislike. It kind of fits into this. Okay. So, Edge. <laughs> um, it was weird to me that they did what they did with Edge on you know every week leading up to SummerSlam and at SummerSlam. And then Edge on Monday was just regular guy Edge. You thought he'd be coming out to the brood music more? Well, I just thought basically. it was a, I just thought it was a character shift. And it's, it, I mean, in a, in a sense it was because it was saying, okay, like now he's a good guy again. But like it was weird, like that worked on Sunday. I don't or Saturday, sorry. I don't know if they like, and I'm not talking about the music. Like you could whatever the music, but like then the the promo is more what I'm talking about like it was kind of not a character change now he's just back to what he was and like i think that they're two separate thoughts like him being that and then what they presented you know what i mean like i think him being that's fine but i think that it was a lot of wasted television to try to act like we were getting some kind of something out of him and then it was just edge you know what i mean like i I don't know there was something like the pre- his presentation looked a little different on Saturday, and then the presentation on Monday was just what it was before he turned heel. It's it was a kind of blah it, moment. To me. I, okay. I I get the disconnect. I didn't there. I didn't like his promo on Monday either. As much as I liked Raw, I didn't really enjoy that part of the show. I I'm not gonna I'm not really gonna argue with you. Yeah, you know I'm really not. I I thought it was. Just... I just I I never I like I kind of fully expected him to be like, the SummerSlam thing almost threw me off because I fully expected him to no. Just see come that's out my whole, no, and that's my whole point. Like I think that we kind of like okay, then it's going to come out and it's going to be. We talked about it on the show. Yeah, this is how it works. You play all, the all music. you have to do is play Metalingus and he's exactly. Cheering. And whenever they did the thing on Saturday, I was like, oh, this is more interesting than I thought it was going to be. And then Monday, it was the non-interesting version of him. And, you know, it it also opens up a conversation. You know, we just talked about the Judgment Day part of this. But, you know, if we're back to mega face edge, you know what that usually means at some point. Um, He's going to be in some kind of picture we don't want him to be in, whether it's whatever the titles end up being, you know. I'm I'm sure that there's going to be some kind of Cody Edge thing at some point. I'm talking big picture, not in the next right, month. Right. But I'm just I'm just saying like that's the kind of things I start to think immediately when I hear the guy that came out on Monday is like, here we are back to two years ago or whenever that was, when we were like, oh no, because there's only a couple of things you can do with this version of him. Right. And and while the heel version, I think we all agreed was kind of not working either. Um, it was it was different. And it was, and it was, it kept him out of the title picture or out of a title picture, and I think it was like a, it was a story they were telling, maybe not well, 
But, you know, you could have done it well. They just didn't. <laughs> you know? No, they could have done something interesting yeah. with that group. Uh, anyway. They just so. never did. 100%. They just yep. never did. All right. Anything else related to Raw, SmackDown, or SummerSlam that we want to cover right now? Obviously, we got Drew beating Sheamus. We got that. We knew that was happening. I. No, I, we got to talk about the Champa thing. Okay. What about it? So, do we think is this a real push for Champa? Like, and it doesn't matter whether he wins the title or not. I mean, obviously, if he wins, it's better. Yeah, but so he's not it's winning. A, it's it's a real push. Yeah. Okay. And, and 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 so this probably results in a feud with the Miz to get him away from the Miz, right? Yep, I actually, I, I, I kind of fully, I thought that was going to be the end of the I, show. I, I thought, did too. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really surprised when uh, Styles won. I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah, when, when Champa won, like, out out the back of the show, I was really surprised. I thought that that was where you were going to, and then they would do, like, a kind of, like, a respect Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles thing or something, just because those guys aren't really feuding with anyone at the moment anymore. Um, that's an attraction match, right? Uh, I don't. Does anybody think Champa could win next week? No. Right. Do I hang on a second? Can he win? The, the only reason why they would is if they're setting. So, they right, want to set it up so Lashley is there well, for whatever comes out of the clash. Well, or I would go. I would go the, the other way. I wanted to have. Is, I, I, it, yeah, do sorry. we know if Brock Lesnar is booked for the clash? We don't, but we know he's booked for day one. That's like the the next thing we know for sure. Let me double check. He might have been on the I, poster. I hadn't, heard, I hadn't heard that day one thing. So. Yeah, that, that arena is advertising like he's the only person on the poster. Um, let me just do a cursory Brock Lesnar clash. Because it is a stadium show. Like It would be a little surprising if... At the same time, it's already sold lots and lots of tickets. So Okay, all right. If, they may, if, it might be a situation where they don't need them. Right, and if they don't need him, they don't need him. I, I guess what I would say is, is if if there's some scenario where they needed a match for Brock Lesnar, they could just pivot to Bobby Lashley because we'll always we will always take another Brock Lesnar Bobby yep. Lashley match. And it um, would be a big deal to let Lashley just beat him clean because right. the last one was not was was not a thing. Yeah, the only, the only, I mean the only problem with that is I do think Lesnar wins his next match. Yeah, he's done a lot of losing, so there is something to be said for that. I, that, that'd be the only thought that I would have. Like, if they purposely need to get the belt off of Lashley for some reason, then Champa could win. But short of that, and I and that's the only thing I could think of is if they needed a match for Brock Lesnar at, at Clash at the Castle, and so this feels, this feels more to me like the catalyst of putting him versus the Miz. I don't even know it needs to go directly to that, but just kind of a Champa's a thing. We're we're letting you know champ is a yeah. thing going forward. Yeah, I think that's that's the way that I would put it. It does feel like their way of saying this this is a this is real. Um I will admit two things. One, again, going back to my I I, I allowed my mind to get like so excited about the, the Johnny Gargano thing that I genuinely ended up being disappointed <laughs> by it. Like which I should I should know better. Um it is in Cleveland next week, right? Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, wait, are they in we're, Cleveland we're, or is we're gonna tr- they are? I we're thought, gonna yeah. ourselves but isn't isn't AEW in Cleveland next week? Raw's in Cleveland. Isn't AEW literally Ch- doing? Champa getting a random title match in Cleveland is <laughs> going to lead to a lot of conspiracy. But wait a second, wait a second. Isn't AEW literally doing their like Quake at the Lake thing in Cleveland? That's Minnesota, right? Oh, that that's Minnesota. I thought that was Cleveland for some reason. For, so for some reason, okay. All right, then never mind. Forget it. I guess that makes more sense for Lake. Um, <laughs> I, I guess that's fine. 
Um, yeah, Minneapolis. The other thing, too, is that, like, I can't believe they didn't actually do something with Riddle. Like, what? That what? was going to be my other, yeah. What was that? Well, they're, so, no, they're, they're, they're pushing the match to the Clash of the Castle. I understand that, but this goes back to the... They decided they only wanted to sell 40,000 tickets to SummerSlam. And so once they did that, they stopped caring, right? right? It's it's a bit weird and definitely weird as, weird as F with everyone sharing the pictures on social media, right? Like, that isn't... What pictures? I don't know what we're talking about. All the tarps. Literally half of the stadium. Oh. Like, it's it's one thing if you sort of do it so you're only using part of the stadium... And you can kind of turn the lights down on the other part of the stadium. Like, to use half of the stadium and to just have tarps covering the other half of the stadium. And and, and reports are that coming into it, it was even more. Like, there was a massive walk-up, apparently. Um, Okay, and we definitely saw that some of the top rows of the upper deck were also tarped, even on the side of the stadium that they used, right? If you you would have looked at the seat map when it went on sale, they never intended to use it. I understand that, right? Like, they decided they wanted to sell 40,000 tickets to Sun... And and, and Vegas was sort of like that, too, when we went. um, There there was a large portion of the stadium. Yeah, so there was also COVID, you know, situations there and stuff, but yeah. So, I, I am befuddled by how much they were just kind of willing to punt on having many of your superstars not not on the show or or not do anything like i'll never understand that in my life in my life why couldn't they have had cody do what drew did and have drew wrestle it's a great question, Brandon. It's a great <laughs> Wait, question. Let's, let's go down the list, though. Yes. Like, and 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 I think the, even though they appeared, we have to include Seth Rollins. We have to include Matt Riddle. We have to include Drew, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Sheamus, Sheamus. Who else? That's seven without even thinking. I mean, that's enough. We can we can pause. The New Day. Yeah. Oh, the New Day. I've heard of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's I mean, a lot of guys. Now, that's a, but now, that's by an the NXT way, takeover full of people. As 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 a result of it, it came in at a nice crisp three and a half hours, which I appreciated. I, here's my question: Was there any part of them that wondered, "Hey, if we sell this out quickly, maybe we can do a night two? No, no. Okay, then I'll never get it in my life. I'll never understand this. I will never. They did it last year too. There was a whole bunch of people that weren't at our SummerSlam. I don't get it. I don't get it. Kevin Owens again. I don't get it. I mean, you you've got the whole stadium. Maybe you try to do a stadium show. (laughs) Like maybe you try to do a real legit show, or maybe you don't do NFL stadiums, right? Like maybe you find a, a college football stadium somewhere that's more suited to what it is that you're looking to do. Maybe if they had run Vanderbilt, perhaps that made would have made more sense. I. I'm... I want to know why. I like so. Th- there's two possibilities to me. One, they re- they like they wanted to. They were so focused on keeping that three and a half hours that they realized it. Or is it that they felt there wasn't enough of a build to it, and they wanted that first encounter to be really big? And I'm I'm curious as to which. Because those are the what, only two explanations. You're talking about specifically Matt Riddle and specifically that match. I, I think I think I think they probably decided they want to do it once. I think that's. That's probably what the conversation was. This we're doing this match once because 
Seth Rollins is doing X, Y thing next or whatever. Or Riddle is. You By know? the way, and if, if that's the reason and they were like, this match isn't big enough yet, the, the previous regime just decided to throw this in as a match and didn't yeah. really build it well enough, there's a part of me that can respect that. Because I'll tell you what I would love. Uh, I would love a Seth Rollins-Bobby Lashley program. I think that would be fantastic. Seth Rollins anything would be fantastic. Yeah. Let's be Bobby Lashley That's anything. something we haven't seen. I mean, like, yes, yeah, Seth Rollins, anyone is great. But you're you're giving, like, like, the other part of the conversation of the Lashley thing is, who credibly do you put up against him as the United States? Like, if they really, if that package they ran is really the beginning of them taking that belt seriously again, that's the kind of thing they have to do. That he has to be in real programs with real people that are real contenders and not like, oh, he's not on the show for three weeks and then let's throw, you know, Mustafa Ali at him for a week and then let's, you know, like if they're going to make, if that's real and they're really going to take that that title seriously again, I think things like that would be great. Like, like, I mean, what Seth Seth Rollins isn't. I mean, even though he comes, I, it's almost a gag now, right? Where he comes out and says, "Okay, now I'm gonna fight. Now I'm gonna focus on Roman Reigns," and then somebody does something, right? That, that's like a bit at this point, I think. Um, I, he's not gonna be in that picture. He's just not. Well, so, we, we don't know what that picture is after the clash. Fair. That's fair. We don't. We don't. And that is part of we're, the we're, we're hoping it's a very different picture. If it's not coming out of the clash, well, then we got another thing to talk about. Yes, we do. Let's, uh, and I'm, I'm completely prepared for that for the record. Uh, all right. Can we, can we move on? Cause we, I, I can, I don't have that much more time today. So I want to, we want to get to yeah, NXT. Wait, and... real, real quick. Did we, did we talk about Logan Paul at all? Oh, we did. No. Um, you know, he, he was Not great. Performance. He was great. I, I, this is the real problem. He needed to be back on TV the next night to buy. Yes. In 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 order to get that to sustain and keep people from booing him, you need to show up on TV the next night. You need to be around for a little while to just be. Well, you know, I'll see you guys apparently when I. He's not. Apparently, he's not coming back till like Rumble season. Right, and and that what's going to happen is he's going to be. Booed. They're going to think. I, that, I think he would have been booed in. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Coming off of I, that. I, coming off of that. One thousand. After some of his performances. Nothing like that. Nothing when what? Nothing like when the crowd completely flips in the middle of the match and yes. is is all over it. Nothing like that. See, Aaron, here's the thing: it was not the one move that flipped no, the crowd. No, I, I, I under I understand. He flipped the but, crowd prior to that, and I and I understand that. And I think he's one of those guys who, when he wrestles, we can kind of forget everything else. But when he's not wrestling, but that's the point. The point is, yeah. he needed to show up. He needed to be there. He well, not, needed, not just be there. He needed to wrestle. I, I think if he's there and talking, he gets booed. Um, I don't know that he needed to talk. He needed to show up and attack the Miz or something. He needed to do something to capitalize on this. To just go away, we're going to be right back in the same situation. It will have been forgotten by then. Yeah, I, I agree, but I, I tell you what, I, I just didn't think that was possible. Well, sure, I, I did not. I, I definitely did not expect it. Well, There's no doubt about but that. Why did you not expect like? Most of what he did, he had done on WrestleMania. 
They didn't cheer him at WrestleMania. Right, but that's that's my point though. Is like I, I'm almost a little like no, I, no. It's one on you. You can never convince me that anything that anyone does in a tag team match is going to rival what they do in a one on one match. It never will. It just won't. That, that's fair. That's that's fair. I yeah. I guess I'm more. For some reason, a lot of people were taken aback by the fact that he could do those things, and I was just like, he we we've seen him do those things. Right. But yes, just you're right. Look, as just far look as at the, the Montez Ford yeah. match against Seth Rollins. Like, how much more important did he feel than he does when he's wrestling in a tag match? That's a fact. Fact. Yep. Uh, I mean, Jey Uso, for example. Like, yeah. You know, we yeah. we believed he could be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. We came, we came on the show and said Jey Uso could win the Royal Rumble. And by the way, that was a believable thing. Not only was it believable, I was disappointed when it became clear that he wasn't. <laughs> I was still trying to find backup ways to get there. God. All right. Um, quickly, because there's not much that needs to be said about NXT other than I, I, I've watched a lot of wrestling on television. I can't believe how clever and well executed that stupid Nathan Frazier thing was the other night. <laughs> like, I can't believe. I was such a mark for it. Like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Like, it's such a small, irrelevant part of the show. But they put so much thought into. I'm like, God, I, I, I can't. Can we get this for all of professional wrestling for forever? <laughs> like, what a nothing thing that they did so much work in order to make sure it got pulled off and executed correctly. And I just wanted to high five everyone I saw. I didn't give a sh- I I'm not sure I can remember who won the match. <laughs> but God, I loved it. Oh, I loved everything about it. Um, well, if you- only thing I want to say about NXT is like normally I'd come on and say how ridiculous the saga of the women's tag titles have been for the past month, but with the regime change, it can be forgiven. So we'll, we'll move past it. Um, I mean, I think it's kind of, Brandon and I talked about this last week when you were gone. I think it's kind of clear. So what you don't know, the week where I couldn't talk about NXT and I told you because of where the headphones were, I heard a little bit. The only part I heard was you saying, well, it's clear they want to get rid of the tag belts. Um, and and then it was very quickly clear after that 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 wasn't what they were doing. Well, it also um, was a different regime at the time, so it, maybe it was the possibly may, what they were planning. Maybe um, this ended up being great. <laughs> like it, this, it ended up being great. It this ended up being excellent, awkward, but it ended up being great. I mean, it's if you want to say it's wonky and weird, yeah, it is. But and I, I can't get over that. I mean, it's bizarre, but what they got out of it ended up being wonderful. Yep. Like just wonderful. So I, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, I'm assuming we don't need to say anything else about NXT. Well, ju- no, just that I was relieved that Solo Sokoa beat Von Wagner. <laughs> I, mean, yes. I mean, that is fair. Because I, I, I thought that was going a different No, direction. you are 100. That is completely and totally fair. I am yep. I am with you on that. Uh, oh, did, did we want to go down the DraftKings thing real quick for uh, yeah, SummerSlam? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. So, so I... I we did get the great results of that. So, um, so Aaron has no idea how painful this was. <laughs> like, like he has no clue that it led to, and the, I certainly don't have time to edit anything. You, Aaron, it was like five minutes of us dragging out. Like, well, let's see if we, we can find this. Yeah. Um, it was. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll run down the questions then. All right, we got to do it quickly though. Right, we'll, we'll do. It's who wins? Okay, Roman obviously wins. Uh, where will the match in? The the choices were in the ring, ringside, or other, which would have included stage, ramp, crowd, whatever. Yep. Uh, ended at ringside, which actually I probably wouldn't have chosen. Uh, how many tables broken over, over one and a half, over? How many Superman punches over, under six and a half? That went under. 
Uh, first object used, it ended up being other. The choices were chair, title belt, kendo stick, uh, a couple others. So that was other. How many? I can't believe this one went under considering who the people were. How many individual people will Lesnar F5 over under three and a half? And if you told me that Austin Theory and Paul Heyman got F5'd and that didn't go over, I would have been shocked. That's a great point, right? Because that, that was thinking Uso, both Usos right. and Theory or Heyman. Right. So it was just three, right? No, yeah, it was it was it was it was, it was Roman, it was Heyman, and it was Theory, and neither Uso got F five, and we still hit three. Pretty remarkable. Uh, will Roman retain both titles? Yes, and will Theory cash in? No. And that was it. Those are all the questions. Those were the questions. Okay, very good. Wait, why 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 why, did, why wasn't Will Brock Lesnar drive out with a tractor and lift up the ring? That wasn't yeah, one of seriously. Like, clearly, they they viewed that as too much of a long shot. That would have cashed in. And uh, and now <laughs> how and how are we uh, splitting tests the three ways? Aaron? Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. Okay. You know. <laughs> uh, like, do I get her on the weekends or like how holidays. exactly? Uh, holidays. All right. You know, I'll take that. I'll, it, <laughs> so, sorry, my in-laws got to duck out a little bit early. Well, why is that? I got to go see Tess. Sure, they'll understand. I'm sure yeah. that'll go over just fine. All right. Uh, now, uh, AEW. So... I wish I cared about Wheeler Yuta the way they want me to care about Wheeler Yuta. I wish I did. I think I think he's fun. Um I don't know. I just I'm I think one of the problems that I have with trying to get me to care about Wheeler Yuta is like you're trying to get me to care about 20,000 other things at the same time and care about Wheeler Yuta and I do not have the capacity for all of that. I just like Wheeler Yuta actually is getting in the way of something else that I might want. I don't want more Wheeler Yuta right now. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel bad about it. I just, I can't get in on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've done an okay. You know, just kind of sticking it. The group works, him being part of that. But yeah, when you put, I mean, look, we knew that he wasn't beating Chris Jericho. No, because that you weren't avoiding, you weren't going to take that match apart. Obviously, like you weren't going to do that. I don't know. Right. It just. The the Yuta thing doesn't do it for me. Um, so we are going to get Jericho Moxley. Obviously, I assume that we're Moxley's winning that. I can't fathom that Chris Jericho is winning that. Um, like this is the one. This is the one match though that if you were going to say like this match is happening before Punk returns, that Jericho is legitimately the only person where you could even make a case for someone winning. Well, do like isn't the word now that Punk might not be back in time for Labor Day? And what are we doing here? I mean, that's it's part of the problem. That's I yeah. saw that I saw like, that today. Hang on, I'll double. Let me. Let me. I, I think we'll know next week. Look, if Punk comes out after the match, we know. If he doesn't, we really start wondering what the hell is going on and if we need to, like, what we need to do here with this interim title thing. Um, so this is I, I pulled this from Cage side. Uh, Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer said CM Punk, quote, was hurting pretty bad, unquote, as of two weeks ago. It seems doubtful that he'll be ready to return to AEW for September's all-out pay-per-view in Chicago. Then and we need and to that's change. a month away at this point. Yes, it's a month away. If they don't know that now, like, the whole feel with the interim title well, it goes, has been it, it does slightly acceptable the, because we're just like, okay, they're playing out the string till Punk. But, but Brandon and I talked about this last week, um, again, after you had passed away. Um, yes. I, I, I couldn't figure out if I appreciated them acknowledging the awkwardness versus, like, 
it makes it a bigger problem because they have to acknowledge the awkwardness, right? Well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it if it was a month thing. If it was, well, we're we talked about that then. Punks- I, I'm saying like it, there was this uncomfortable moment where they were talking about whether or not it counts as Moxley being a two-time champion. Like, I, and I realized like I'm glad they're talking about it because it is awkward. But at the same time, it makes it so much worse that they have to talk about it because it's so awkward. Right, like, which is why it's okay if it was a month. Well, I mean, I was I don't think it was even okay then, honestly. I I don't I, like I think I've I'm really opposed to interim belts, man, especially for your heavyweight belt. Like especially for I, the I, champion I, of the that I think you're better off if you really if you're so laser focused on that guy being the champion, you're better off just figuring out the show. And 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 you shouldn't do that either, by the way. But like it like the other show, uh, you know, WWE, that situation sucks too. But I think this interim champion thing, like like Glenn's saying, like it's almost like you're it, it, when you start acknowledging it in the show, then you're making your champion feel like he's not really the champion. And you're if you're gonna have a champion, you're better off stripping who the champion was. I mean and oh. just have a champion or or then the champions just hurt and we're gonna have we're gonna have to do a hell of a job as you to you know figure out your show of booking everything else to make it interesting until that point but it goes it just goes back to the thing unless you know with certainty that that guy is back quickly quickly you take the belt off of them it's not hard right like i We, we, we said that in the moment we're like all right, if this is September, it'll be awkward, but maybe you can make it work. If it's any longer than that, you have to strip them. I mean, if there, and it's not even if it's any longer than that. If there's any chance of it being, if there's any remote concern at all, like if it's not 100%, if it's 93%, you have to strip him. You can't do this to your... You're neutering yourself. Um... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. All right. As far as what happened, obviously we get the 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 Hangman Page thing with the mm-hmm. the the young bucks and the. It, this is the other the the bit. Remembering which one is the elite and which one is the super elite and which one is the elite elite and which one is <laughs> like for f's sake. And then you've got the, and the you've got the elite Hollywood and the elite I mean, black and correct. white. Correct. A hundred percent. A hundred. Way too much. Way. Way too much. Like, it's it's undisputed era and the hung bucks now. That's what it is. The the what? Oh, the hung bucks. That's what they called themselves in Ring of Honor. Yes. I never I never knew that. I don't. Maybe I did know that, and I just I forgotten about it over the years. I've forgotten about it. Um, look, we're gonna get a big match. You know, it'll be a big ass kicker, and that'll be cool. I I, I guess I'm willing to just take that and say you deal with everything else after that. I do kind of not know what it means for Adam Page and. He's do, you getting... put a, do you put an asterisk on this match, kind of? Why? Like, we get a great match. We're all looking forward to it. It's not the match we want. We want because Kenny? we want Omega, Correct. yeah. And, and that's the big thing hanging over it is, like, you know, where where's Kenny? When's he coming back? Is he coming back? What happens when he comes back? I get The other part that's awkward about it is that, like, I'm I'm so reluctant to tell you I hate saying. I really hate saying this. Kyle O'Reilly's run in WWE has damaged it so bad that I don't really want even the undisputed era at this point. Like, God, I feel terrible saying this. 
You should feel terrible saying. I am so down on like it's just so and it's not like they've done anything here that's been meaningful. Like they haven't done anything that matters since they arrived in AEW. So I, I still at the end of the day I have to say, like, I don't want I don't want this. And I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, and it ain't I, I mean, I can't say it's not his fault because I mean he's the one He's doing it. Like if he could do something better, I'd like to hope that they'd have him do something better. I'm just so dead. I can't believe I have not been able to recover from this with Kyle O'Reilly. Like it has wrecked him. I just I'm I do something else. I don't know. Come up with a new character. Go be the gobbledygooker or something. I don't know. Oh, I feel terrible about that, but I I can't, I can't lie. Like there is a like I'm way more excited about Undisputed Era versus, you know, the Elite than I am about those three guys versus three 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 guys, right? Like the moment you start saying their names, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it's 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 still him though. <laughs> well, well yeah, and to a lesser and, and degree correct. And I just don't care at all about Bobby Fish. I, I feel terrible about Well no, that. I was just like, about to say to a lesser degree though, AEW AEW has almost exposed Bobby Fish. Yeah. I because mean, you can, t- like, it, it's kind of weird if you think back to, like, when NXT was awesome. What did Bobby Fish do? He was an awesome tag wrestler. And what else did he do? He was an awesome tag wrestler. And what did he not do, I guess, is my very important. Anything uh, but be an awesome tag wrestler. He did not talk. Yeah. <laughs> and when they've had him talk and be do anything by himself, it made me realize why. And 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 there's I'd have to really think about it in this moment. I can't give you exact examples, but I've had other little moments on AEW of people who were on a previous show or basically WWE guys that maybe weren't featured and were featured in a different way on AEW and been like guy or girl and been like, "Huh. Huh. This this person I thought was something." Mhm. And they're something else now that I can see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no. Actually, I'll give you a perfect example of someone. Um, Athena. Okay. I, 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 as I, mean, I, I, love, what, I loved Athena. I mean, I'm, as, as I see what they're doing with Athena, I'm kind of like, I kind of get why WWE didn't see it mm. and didn't feature her the way she wanted to be featured. I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm not. I part of it is I just love Athena. I really do. I, I mean, I, I just her entry. I don't know. I, there's something very. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, what what else from AEW? Because I really do have to wrap up soon. Um, the Ricky thing's working. Yeah, I mean the Ricky yeah, thing yeah. is the Ricky thing Big is time. working. It's working. I yeah, agree. But I, again, like, I, I I got in an argument with someone about how like they were saying, well, this this is this shows a great example of Tony Khan's long term vision, and I was just like, this is a long term vision. But to Tony Khan's credit. He saw what was happening with Ricky and responded and pulled the trigger on it. Yes. So good on him for that, but I'm not giving it long-term planning. Well, and I, and I, and I go back to two things. I don't I, – two things. Again, it still does not forgive all of the other stuff. Like it, the, 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 all of this has to be considered. Going all in on Ricky Starks for a year before he was ready for it sacrifices something. Um and and yes, they're doing it differently now and elevating it once they finally recognize that he truly was ready for it. But it still doesn't justify all of the other things that you did. Those are the things you can be figuring out on dark until someone is ready. Um, and the, what, what he did was the concert business equivalent 
of finding Greta Van Fleet in a bar or whoever before they were who they were and booking them in an arena. Right. That's they're they're not ready for that stuff. either. Like, right. like yeah. you know, they got to go play Ramshead. But, but, but now he is, and to his credit, he sees that. And that's Correct. fine. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with it. But I still don't I, – I wanted the – I Will Hobbs should have been done by now. Like – <laughs> and and I and I mean that with no disrespect to Will Hobbs, elevating Ricky Starks. I'd said this last week, and I'm gonna continue to say it. That should have taken one week. Quickly get past Will Hobbs and be on to something. Be on to something that matters. This is still incestuous. This is still not there yet. This should not be dragging out. This was not worthy of a pay per view match. This is not that. This should be done. You should already be pointing him to something of more significance than this. I'm gonna continue to say that, and it's also but awkward that like the 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 dissolution of Team Taz is just Taz saying so, <laughs> saying we're done, dude. That's your son, <laughs> like. <laughs> well, Hook had barely been part of Team Taz. I understand, for... but it's all but weird. <laughs> like, ah, uh, I'm gonna make a big oh, announcement, okay. you guys. It's over. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Are we, at the, are we at the are we at WWE Intercontinental title levels of irrelevance with the TNT Championship now? Mm. Like I, I can't tell you who the, who is it. Is it still? Is it's it, Wardlow. Wardlow, that's right. It's part. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. Where where where's what's he doing? Where is he? Well, he was on this week, but I, I don't remember what he did. You know, it's funny. I don't actually remember what he did either. I like, just I, remember, I re- like you said, Wardlow, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He was on the show, but what did he do? He's uh, Cassidy. That's right. Oh right. Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. Lethal Wardlow should be sure. sure. Yep. Sure. All right. Um, but I, I got to wrap. Wait, let's get some plugs yep. in. Uh, uh, go ahead. Got Veasan. Veasan. We have our college football guide out right now. Should have our NFL guide out in a few weeks. So check that all out at Veasan. and follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Brandon. Um, you know, it's the lulls of summer, but we got some like two, four, five, six shows coming up in August at Ramshead. Just uh, check out the whole calendar there on RamsheadLive.com at RamsheadLive on Instagram at Ramsdale Live on Twitter, and as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Um, by the way, uh, I might now be the top. I know I, I, there's still some debate about whether or not Aaron and I is the best rapper on the show, but I think we now know de- de- definitively that I'm the best wrestler on the show because I have been running a wrestling academy every night in my <laughs> house for the last, I don't know, three months and I'm at the point now where I am either delivering or receiving 50 spears. 50. <laughs> every night. Hey, that, that's the best way to become a main eventer. God. God. It is, it is a hell of a thing. Uh, Brandon and I didn't get it to talk about. We, uh, we went to Rage Against the Machine on Wednesday night. It was amazing. God, it was amazing. Throw any spears there? Yeah, it was pretty close. Uh, the guy in front of us almost. Yeah. There, well, there was, a, there were two. There was one guy that looked exact. There was one guy that looked like, um, like a perfect combination of Seth Rollins and um, oh, oh God, Saeed from Lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he had a buddy who was there with them, and or maybe it was his brother. And his brother definitely, on three different occasions, tried to start a secondary mosh pit with me, like just he and I. And I, I mean, I, you know, we were all into it. Like it was, it was a great night. Well, there, there was two guys that I could have mistaken as brothers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, both were very large men. Like six, oh yeah, 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 five, uh-huh. like stocky, and one was just like chill and listening to Rage Against the Machine, right? And like putting his fist in the air and whatever. The other one wanted to scream the lyrics into the into that guy's face and was drunk. And after the third or fourth attempt, the chill guy <laughs> turned into a non-chill guy. Yeah. And <laughs> delivered a paragraph of telling off into this man's face that I couldn't hear, but yeah. I just have been to enough concerts to know that what results in what in that is usually a punch. Yeah. After whatever that because he got so close to the I, guy's face I and saw screaming. That. Yeah, that was but something. the drunk man just held his head down like a sad puppy and, and turned around and walked, walked off. That's it. Just walked <laughs> off. It was I wild. Was bracing myself because our friend Sam, who, who used to do marketing at Ramshead, she's at the Hippodrome now. She's like five foot tall. At, if that. Zero. <laughs> and I'm pr- I was like bracing myself for her to getting run over by these guys because yeah. they were so big and they were right beside her so had a hell of a time it was also a very awkward night for me because uh i lost my voice at a third eye blind concert the previous week and with me yes with brandon <laughs> and brandon and i was explaining this to remind me your friends and i'm so sorry because i like the guy oh, doug, doug, my friend doug really good yeah. guy um, I was explaining to him, I'm like, Brandon and I, like, what I've learned about the reason why it works for us as concert buddies is we are going there to go there. Like, we are yeah. having ourselves a time. You're not watching the show. Correct. Like, no. we are we are in. But there's a real danger with that when you do what I do for a living. <laughs> and I, I barely recovered within a week from the uh, Third Eye Blind. So I decided ahead of time, I can't do that to myself again. Like, I can't put myself through that. And I was at a Rage Against the Machine show. It's very difficult to go to a Rage Against the Machine show and say, you can't scream along all night. Like, you can't do it. Uh, we were definitely yelling, F you, I won't do it. Yeah, well, I mean, there was, what I basically did is sort of agreed that, like, every fourth song, I would be willing to participate and, and limited it that way. It was tough. It was tough, but it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Have, have you seen anyone else exude that amount of en- energy while sitting? I know. Oh, it was insane, wasn't it? So yeah. Zach De La Roca hurt his leg yeah. on a previous tour date, and so he's been sitting every night. Yeah. And, and yet, you could barely, like, I'm telling you, it didn't impact anything about, anything at all about what still it going is. nuts. Yep. What he was putting out. All right, uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me, at AJ Francis 410 uh, on all socials for uh, Frankie two, uh, oh, Frankie Dospes. Frankie Dospes uh, is how you follow him. Congratulations to AJ. I didn't know that Mark Henry was down there. That was really cool. That was, uh, there's this really cool picture of like Mark Henry sitting in the back, in the, in the locker room with his shirt off, like, like teaching everyone that was there. That was a really cool like thing to see. All right, uh, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Chopping Out. Chopping Out. F you, I won't lose my voice tonight.